<laughs> Sorry. Um. Uh, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to this episode of Holy Bubble. Yeah. Get in there. Uh, and tonight <laughs> we come with Paulina and Alec. Oh yeah. Um. Almost forgot my name. There it was a bit close. You had to see that pause. You always forget your name. <coughs> I do. Sorry. I have a cold. I'm gonna put that out there now, and then we can move on. Um. We are gonna be talking about the wonderful topic of prayer. Prayer, the most important thing, the best thing you can do in your life, basically. Well, it's what, yeah. Arguably. Everything you should do with your life. But anyway, we're going to, we'll go there <laughs> later, we'll go there later. I realise I've left the music running, which gets switched off. Oh, good. We're good to go. I hope, <laughs> I hope there's anybody here to hear this episode after our last episode about abortion. Mm. I miss Mary already. Now I'm stuck with you again. Yeah, I do smell rather bad. Oh my God. Well, a bit. <laughs> All right, so prayer. Okay, yeah, prayer, prayer. Something by all means we are not expert in. As always, there's there's a caveat with everything we do in that we are definitely no experts. But we're here to hopefully um, tell you a little bit about what it is, about why you should do it, maybe a few things that we've seen about how you should do it, where maybe and when. And yeah, we're just going to go through a few things and see what what comes out. But before that, what is a prayer? Of course. How could I forget? Yeah. What, what is prayer? Paulina, enlighten me. In my opinion, the prayer is a conversation with God. And basically, it can have so many different forms and so many different ways you can pray. And I'm coming from very uh, traditional Polish family. Did I mention I'm Polish? Uh, I only know this kind of prayer, which is rosary and and the most basic prayers like Our Father, Hail Mary, all those things that you read from the book. But when I rediscovered God, I also rediscovered that prayer is so much more. And it's so much more free when you actually know that there are different ways of convers- of having conversation with God. And he's always there to not only listen, but also to speak to you. Because as we know, conversations are usually two-way and that, I think, is the biggest misconception of the prayer that we so often forget that that's that's two-way conversation. Not just us just Off-loading. saying things at the wall, just like, yeah, let's, please do that, do that, do that, do that. I'm sorry, thank you, I'm sorry, thank you. But it's so much more than that, and there is such a richness in, in prayer that you can feed yourself out of it for all your life and never get bored of it. Amen to that. Amen to that. Mm. Yes. Preach it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I get, yeah, I guess for me actually, I don't know. So I, yeah, I grew up with the. I didn't really say a rosary until I was about sixteen, maybe. But um, I grew up with all the traditional prayers. But I do remember consciously quite a few times trying to sit down and actually have a conversation with God, and it went something along the lines with, "You're right, mate. How are we doing? <laughs> you know, it's been an all right week. Yeah, it's a learning curve. That was my start. And I, can I just say, I'm not saying that like rosary and traditional prayers are bad. They're just one way of praying. I just want to make that very clear that I'm not like this in anybody. Who, because I say rosary quite frequently. I try to myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that's a bad way of praying. I'm just saying there is more than that to prayer. And the rosary is actually a great way of getting into meditation as well. Yeah, it was designed as a meditation prayer. That's why we repeat the, the certain things so often. So we can get into that space and meditate different aspects of Jesus' life. Mm. From Mary. That's it. I think did it did it start with the Dominicans? I think it did with the hundred and fifty Psalms. They used to recite them or something, didn't they? To be honest, that's where it started. I, I don't know. Neither. So. <laughs> I really. I think I had to look it up for someone once. 
someone asked me and I was like, oh, I have no idea. So I up. Anyway, um, yeah, so. And the highest version of prayer is a mass, which we also often forget. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. It was very recently that I found out the whole mass is basically yeah. based a, upon It's a conversation with God. And it's a com- yeah, it's a conversation. Yeah. You come and you offer something and he replies. He talks to us for scripture during the mass. So like oh, that's... It's like the first reading is him talking to us. The psalm is us talking back to him. Yeah. This is more it's in the gospel. Yeah, it's, it's the whole thing is... It's good, isn't it? Yeah. And then when you start looking at the Eucharistic prayer as well, you can see that we're asking him for things and he's then so providing them, you know, through the consecration. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, when you start looking at things and we start actually listening (laughs) instead of just sitting there going, oh, is it this bit again? I'm on out for a bit. Yeah, but prayer can also be just saying, good morning, Jesus. Yeah. It's me again. Thank you for being alive. For me being alive. I mean, thank you for you being alive as well, I guess, but... I have to admit, I don't say mate anymore, but I do do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jesus mate. <laughs> You're right, bruv. You know, yeah. Maybe not, maybe not. But yeah. A British prayer. I know, a right. British novena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, that's disgusting. <laughs> how, dare, how dare you wash your mouth with soap? <laughs> Filthy. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Um, right, okay, so what's so first on our agenda? Um, so we, 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 we've, uh, we've defined that prayer is a conversation with God. That's, that's okay, so that's literally at its very simplest what it is and, it, and i don't think actually it's much more complicated than that so mm-hmm. we've got that so let's start with so we're going to go through what why how where when <laughs> <It's legit. laughs> because it's just dead easy isn't it why why make things complicated yeah it? we're just gonna ba- uh, cover all the bases because prey is such a wide topic we can talk about it for days so to, in today's episode we're just gonna kind of introduce the topic and describe the most basic aspects yeah and we'll, we'll go through some of our our Ways that we pray, yeah. specifically. So we'll go through things like the rosary, things like silent prayer, um, yeah. things that we really enjoy as well. Uh, we'll go through that. But okay, so we've already started to nail this down, but let's start with what. What is prayer? We've already sort of said it's a conversation with God. Can we go into that any deeper? Anything more? Anything less? I think <coughs> I would like to ask you, what is the conversation about? What can it be about? What can we pray about? I'd say it's... it's it's really about whatever you want it to be. There's a saying that whatever is important to you is important to God as well. Yeah, well, getting to know yourself is getting to know God as yeah. well in many ways. Um, I, I think when understanding prayer, it's key to understand in some way what God is. And in a simpler way, you can say God is love. So when you're praying, you're, like you're praying <laughs> to love. If you could say mm-hmm. that one, not really. but um, So if you were, were going to say what, what are you going to pray about? Well, you are actually going to pray about love, yeah. mostly, in some sort of way. And it's going to be either God is going to show you love or you're going to show something back or you're going to share some sort of love. That would be, that in, in some way, does that make any sense? Yeah, I think every action, every thing that happened in our life is somewhere on spectrum of love. Either it's been very loving uh, act or it's been something very negative, but it's always on that spectrum from love from God to the evil like a lack of love basically because like the darkness is the absence of light the the god uh, the, the sin is absence of, of of love basically so whatever you do in your life it's gonna be somewhere within that yeah scale i guess even if you're talking to him about sin it's still about love because yeah. it's just about its absence yeah so and you always crave when you if you if you're praying about a sin uh, not for sin, but like about talking to God about your sins. You seeking His love. 
basically, because you're probably seeking forgiveness. If you didn't pray, then we can yeah argue like, yeah, you don't, you, you are not seeking that. But if you're praying and you're talking to God about your sins, you, you, you must feel some need in, because you need to like healing from those sins, yeah. sins or something yeah. like that. So, uh, well, I guess also that love, in a way, you know, because prayer is is a form of worship. So, in some ways, the fact that or is know, worship a form of prayer? Oh, very interesting. Oh, let's not go there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they get oh, no. Um, so you know, it, but actually, in a way, you know, it's, it's a way of you showing love to God. The fact that you love God through through that worship, through that through that time that you're willing to spend with Him, and the time that you're willing to talk to Him. I mean, sometimes. I sit there and I literally am in complete silence. In not, not like silent prayer, things are going on in mm-hmm. silent prayer. But sometimes I literally don't think about anything. There's literally nothing. Because I think it's very important to remember that time is our only currency. There is nothing we can give God. It's my big flaw that I always try to bargain with God and be like, I'm going to do this and you're going <sighs> to give me that. Like I always try to make little deals. Uh. And... Uh, at the end of the day, I have nothing. The very fact that I'm alive is by His grace. So there is nothing in my life that I own that I can give Him. Like, He already has it. He just gave it to me. He just kind of lent it to me so I can use it in my life. But it's the same with time. But basically, the, the time was the only thing that we kind of have some control over. And we can give it back to God and spend this time with God. And that's all He really wants because He wants to spend time with us. Yeah, and in a way that, again, links back into love. Yeah, because Ooh. if you love somebody, you want to spend time with them. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's all one big circle. Anyway, okay, so what uh, conversation with God? It's all about love and it's a form of worship or, you know, the other way around. We won't go there. Um, so there's what, summarizing there quickly. Um, and the next one's a really important one. What is it? Why? Why should we pray? I mean, in one word, love. There we go again. When you want to, when you love somebody, want to spend time with them, you want to share your life with them, even if it's through like talking to them and explaining. They, God is still present in your life, even when you're not actively praying, but just coming back to Him and telling Him. Sometimes you go out with somebody, and you spend day with them, but then you on the on the way back, you're gonna really leave the whole thing like, oh, you remember what that happened? Remember that happened? And we should be the same way with God, like. Do you remember where you we did that? Like you did that for me. That was great. Or like, do you remember when I did that? Well, that wasn't so great. Sorry about that. So I think it's important to kind of keep that. Yeah. I mean, if you want something scripture based, literally, you don't have to look very far in any of the new any parts of the New Testament to see where Jesus has been teaching us about prayer, or uh, some of the apostles have been teaching us about prayer and its importance. Jesus prays so much before big events, before he has to make decisions. And he, he's, he's, he, as always, he's the perfect example. And he sets that example solidly in prayer. He is a master of prayer. He begins all his um, um, work uh, with going on the desert for 40 days and praying. Sits straight after baptism. Yeah. He's out into the desert. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, in a way, was probably discerning, uh, trying to figure out how to do this thing that he's supposed to be doing. And he was spending time with God. And he's known in many places in Scripture... Um, there is highlighted that Jesus was going away to seek the time alone with God after uh, the miracle of uh, sharing bread. Food, the loaves and the fishes. All his uh, disciples, they were sent to go across the lake in That's a boat right. and he just disappeared. And that was the moment where he could take over the whole country because people were so uh, 
happy about him. They were supporting him so much because he was giving them free food. And in that times, he basically was was could could rule those people because he was being their leader at the moment. But he just was like, no, no, I now I want to talk with my dad. So he just stepped down on the side and let his um, disciples go by themselves. And he came back when they needed him during the storm. And that's very interesting. That ever, after everything, he's always he's never seeking anything else. He's always seeking this time to go back to Father and, and kind of relieve that with him and yeah. talk with him about whatever's happening. Yeah, and there are countless, countless examples. I mean, even today in the gospel, we heard how Jesus disappeared into the hills before he chose his disciples. So he goes off to ask God to pray, to discern, and then he comes back and chooses his disciples. And it's 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 a it's a way of life. Yes. Where he prays, and it's almost like you'll, you'll see, there's bits as well where he talks to God almost in general conversation when people are surrounding him. It's not even silent. He'll just go, you know, Father, you know, and then yeah. Anyway, I think uh, public prayer is even more difficult than private one, especially like like in random situation when you, when you have to admit to your faith and be like, yeah, this is what I believe. I believe this is gonna bring you a peace. I believe this can help you. Let me reach out to my God and let me give you some of his love. That's so difficult. But I guess the better your bond with God is, the easier it becomes as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think the sooner you understand that the words you speak are put into your mouth by God then especially in prayer. I very recently just now my somebody from my family is going uh through a difficult time and uh, basically uh, uh her kid is in hospital and he's having a surgery. So I knew about it and I went to visit her before uh, the surgery. And for the whole evening, we both Catholic, but the whole evening I was there, I was just like trying to say like, I want to pray. I want to offer my prayers yeah, for been, that. I've been in this situation. And I knew that she's not going to like laugh at me because no, we She's going to say yes, you know it as well. <laughs> yeah. And like, finally I was like, oh yeah, I, I want to pray for this kid. And I, I want to tell my friends to pray for him and, and all that. And she was very relieved to like know that somebody's doing something and she's actually keeping me updated like and she didn't say anything like oh yeah that's stupid or why would you do that <laughs> and yeah but it's always even when you know that person's not gonna do that it's always it can be difficult yeah yeah it's intimidating isn't it i think it also comes up to how if you really believe in that because that kind of puts you in a question like do i really believe that enough to tell the other people that that's gonna work or that's gonna benefit them in any way yeah, give them false hope or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think the most uh, disappointing thing can be to like, yeah, I'm going to heal you right now and nothing happens. <laughs> and it doesn't happen. Yeah, but there's also understanding <coughs> why not all the prayer is being listened to, why not all the prayers are being answered. Whoa, there we go. But that's yeah, the we whole other... Well, so yeah, I was always told this. So every prayer is answered. God listens to every single prayer and he answers every single one. It's ju- uh, just haven't seen the answer. Yes. And the answer is not always like, yes, yeah, yeah I will do that for you. Sometimes it's not no either. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I listened to an interesting talk about explaining that um, our father prayer, like word by word, why? Mm-hmm. Because it, because it's the perfect prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we can pray because it has all aspects of good prayer. And he was like, how you pray can reach God. It has to be first c- coming from the good place. Like you cannot pray for somebody to be hurt, because that's not a good. Pr- that's not coming from heart. That's not coming from love. So therefore, love is not going to answer to that. 
And it was the whole thing, I, I'm not going to go into detail, how like you have to ask from good place and with good intentions for good things and it's going to happen. But you don't always know what is a good thing in certain situation. That's why you we all we often being disappointed that our prayers are not being answered where they actually are being answered, just not the way we want them to be. Yeah, I think it's I think it's funny because lots of people ask for things that they don't really need, and yet God knows exactly what you need. And he knows you exactly. He knows all your thoughts, and so therefore, you know, it's just wasting your time if if you if you pray for something which you know, you know you don't need and you know it's going to be detrimental to you, then you, you are you are just wasting your time. Well, mm. you're never wasting your time. The very prayer of our Father is like, let your will be done. And we always forget that. We're just like, yeah, but, we, but look look at my plan first. Like, what do you think about that? Maybe, maybe that will be better. But like, he looks, he knows, he sees the forest, not just the trees. And he's just like, actually, just calm down. I, I have a plan. And we don't want to listen to that plan. We just want to. But right now, I want this thing, and that's so difficult to accept sometimes. Uh-huh. I mean, all our, as we said this before, I think all our lives are all about control. It's all about trying to maintain control. Yes. But actually, we need to let go, and that's yeah. the hardest thing we can yeah. do. Hardest thing. Anyway, let's move on. But okay, that's so the thing. That's the thing we can achieve in prayer, and I think only in prayer. That's true. We can lose that control. Lose control. Well, I mean, it's 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 almost because God reassures us through prayer that you know we're not losing everything you know when, when we lose control it's, it's it's going over to him it's going over to a good place so therefore if if you've given your con- control of your life over to someone i'd want to talk to them to know what was going on and i'd want i'd want to know <laughs> i wouldn't want to just let them in you know, well yeah, there's no point giving up control over your life if you're not going to listen to like new plan like if you're saying like okay we're not doing my thing we're doing your thing then you have to listen what the thing is actually yeah. because i did yeah, yeah, because otherwise you're just gonna get stuck in place doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, and and God will speak in so many different ways, uh, in, in outside of prayer as well. So, okay, so we just covered the why. So why do you pray? It was we said it's literally because well, out of love, mm-hmm. because we should want to, um, because Jesus told right. us to and set us that example, and He gave us the Our Father. And actually, to be honest, you don't actually really need another prayer apart from the Our Father. There are stories of people who have done through life. Just having said that that one prayer and have developed incredibly spiritually. So actually, you know, the idea that we need all these different prayers and we sort of stuff. Actually, the Our Father is it. You know, and that is that is all different prayers are just trying to be a different version of our Father. They're trying to ask, maybe focus more on different aspects of our Father, where our Father covers all the points. Yeah, our, the Our Father is almost an ultimate guide, but it's such a it's not a riddle. But there's so much. I, hidden within the words yes. to understand so it's almost a textbook yes. of how to pray so yeah even if you're in silent prayer and you're not even saying any words it's still almost a textbook of not only how to live your life but also how to pray yeah anyway i, I I've, I've listened to this um friar saying that he sometimes he tries to to pray our father in meditation but he always stops at our father because then he delights in the in the fact that he's a child of God and that kind of stops him from the rest of the prayer because that's 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 enough really. I think one of the I don't know what you'd call it, it was an interpretation. I read Saint Teresa Saint Teresa Revealers. It's like a digs into the Our Father. It's absolutely fantastic. It's quite a famous. I don't know what you'd call it. You know, interpretation. <laughs> I really know. Probably not an interpretation. But I mean, whatever you call it, it's fantastic. It's just reflections on each little word. It takes you through everything and it's really good actually. But yeah, uh, we're getting off topic. 
Okay, what's the next point? So, uh, how should you pray? How do we pray? How do we pray? Now, you have no idea how many times I have had a young person tell me they don't know how to pray. I have so many times. I don't so know how to pray times. sometimes. No, but the most basic is just talking. But it's so difficult to talk freely to God. Especially when you're like me and you've been raised on like, you have to say this thing and this thing and this thing and that thing, follow this. Uh, I know so many people that are like getting into like arguments over like the way to say rosary because they're like different like yeah. things. Do that I include the Fatima prayer? Yeah. Or something like and that it's like, that's not important at all. But they they think that's important because they've been like kind of taught this way. And it's so difficult. It's like tradition, I, tradition, tradition. Yeah. Exactly. And I find it very difficult still, especially out loud to speak to God and say freely whenever we are in our group on Sundays, I never offer to pray on the beginning because I, I'm just like, I can do it by myself. I, I can like stumble over the words, but I don't want to do that in front of other people. But even by myself, sometimes I just like, I struggle to say out loud what I'm thinking and I'm like that's enough if I'm thinking about actually saying those things out loud makes them so much more real for you as no, but well. yeah but it's, it's all it's all for you though because a prayer yes. in your in your head and your heart is it's no different from a prayer said out loud but it's important to remember about yourself as, as well in yeah. prayer because yeah. the more real it is for you the better you connect with God of course there is silent prayer when you don't have to speak at all and you just stay in this meditation yeah. and yeah. adoration yeah. as well yeah. and the prayer doesn't require speaking out loud but it can be very helpful as well yeah so in terms of how i mean obviously it is a conversation with god so you need to speak but actually for me i i had these little weird conversations where i'd be like yeah you're right mate been a nice day you know that wasn't very good was it i won't do that again do that sort of thing um but it wasn't i didn't really start to well pray properly until i actually started to listen and it wasn't until yes. I spent time sitting there in silence trying to clear my mind and trying to actually listen for something or trying to read something and trying to listen to that. or that was, it, I didn't really understand prayer until I tried to listen. I think it's uh, only then the prayer becomes actual conversation when you sit down and listen because other way it's just like constantly sending somebody voice messages but then blocking the number when they try to like call you back mm. like it's not gonna work like if you're asking for something why are you not listening to the answer like you have to you have to yeah. but it's so difficult sometimes and we are so impatient and often ask for like very clear answers when i personally not always get a very clear answer and i get very angry at her, very upset because i don't know how to interpret things because i second guess myself and i'm just like oh i wish it was like just short i don't have to question i just have this like yes no answer but i guess here he, uh, he answers in the way he knows it's the best for us and mm. sometimes it's worth digging a little bit more to yeah. find out what he's trying to say yeah. uh, so, f so for me I, I started with the divine office that was really how i built my routine of prayer i used to pray a little bit here and there but then i i was told to start doing the office mm -hmm. and i got given all the books i started and i, I just started doing morning prayer and night prayer uh, and then I started doing morning prayer in the office and then night prayer and, and sometimes evening prayer and sometimes doing prayer and then I would fiddle and just do whatever was good. But I realized actually for for the, for quite a while, the first few months, all I did was say the prayers. I just said it. They just mm -hmm. were words that came out of my mouth. And then I started to realize actually some of the bits, the prayer was almost, it was a conversation, but in a way that 
I was saying the words that God was speaking to me. <laughs> so I started reading things and realizing, actually, that's for me and this is for me. But that thing is what I feel. So I'm saying that to God. And it was almost as though in the words and in the Psalms, especially and in some of the in some of the lovely verses, it, it would be back and forth between us. And it would be always like I'd hit a psalm and I'd be like, yeah, I, I really am feeling like this. I'm saying these things. I actually do feel like this. And at the end it would be like, oh, but the glory of God, you know, so it would be like almost him saying something back to me and, and then I'd, I'd get responded. And it started to, it sort of slowly came to life for me. I find that in the divine office as well, very often, and with the daily readings for the mass as well. Oh they, yeah, the they, gospel, of the, the gospel is fantastic. They, yeah, so often they, and you think like that it's been done so many years ago. And it's the same for the whole world, yet it applies to your personal life in the right time when exactly where you need it. And it's like, it, it's so random. It has to mean something. Like there that's is it, no choice, no, no way somebody like hundreds of years ago would know that I'm going to need this reading that's right it. now if that's it wasn't God. And that was what, what was something that was so key for me when I was looking for God talking to me and in such a sure way as that because you will you'll get something out of either the gospel of the day or one of the readings or you'll get something out of the office and it is bespoke for that day Mm -hmm. and so you know it's speaking to you and that for me that was so important knowing that knowing that that was actually god talking to me other than having to rely on feelings things like that i knew this was the word and this is speaking directly into my life as it does and I, I like how it's usually black and white in a way. Like I'm usually very unsure if I'm trying to like figure out what God is saying to me. But when I looked into the divine office or if I look into the mass readings and they they don't leave you much room to like, you, they leave you room to interpret, to interpret them, obviously. But they're going to have very like specific like, oh, this is a good thing or this is a bad thing. Like you go in this direction. And that makes it so much easier for me to understand than me trying to like find a random uh, like open the bible on a random verse and be like oh what that yeah that's that can be very tricky and very yeah i'm not sure i necessarily don't i don't agree with it anyway (laughs) i think for that you have to be in a very specific space because i did happen to have that in my life when i got very good answers very clearly from god and i was like absolutely shocked that i got them at that moment but more often than that I would have something and they might be some meaning, but it's just me trying to find the meaning yeah. in them. So you have to be definitely in the right space mm-hmm. and the right place in in your like prayer gen- generally and in your relationship with God to be able to do that. Or he has to have specific so, something specific yeah. to tell you. So trying to like, it's just easier to keep up with the daily readings and yeah. like wait for him to say something when he needs to say. So, so, so what are we really saying on how we're saying, okay, the speaking bit is easy. But the listening bit is the hard bit. So if you're struggling to listen, our advice would be you need to let him, you need to give him the chance. So you need to either look at the gospel, you need to find some sort of daily reading you can get off the internet, something like that, some great word of the day and things like that. Or, (laughs) Or you need to, you need to find like the office for us, you need to find some way of allowing him to speak to you. You need to open that channel somehow. Maybe that won't be through, you know, scripture or, or through some sort of, you know, prayer, but you, you have to experiment and you have to find that. And that's, that is all part of the fun of beginning with prayer. I, think. I have a metaphor. Oh, if you, if you know somebody, you're trying to get hold of somebody and you know, their phone number, you're going to try to read the phone number. 
But then when you know the Twitter, you're going to try to reach them on Twitter. Yeah, you you know the Facebook on Facebook. The more way, uh, the more channels you have to get to somebody, the more easy it is for you to reach them. The same with God. If you only allow God to have your phone number, he's only allowed to use that to, to, to speak with you because that's the only chance you're giving him to, to, to say something because speak, otherwise you're not going to listen. But when you are giving him your Instagram, your Twitter, your yeah, Facebook, yeah, yeah. he has these different ways and he can speak in different forms to you. So whatever you do, the more you, like involve, you, in, the more you involve yourself with different kinds of scripture and different kinds of receiving, the easier it gets. The easier it gets. The easier it gets. Uh, I will say one thing as well. Don't worry if you think he's not talking to you. Is. Do not worry. Well, he, he, yes, he is. But don't worry if you think you're about to make a big mistake and he's not said anything because he will. He will tell you something. He will. He will. He will. It's he important will. to pray for closing the doors that are not good. Yeah. Because he will open and close doors as you go mm. to put you on the right path. But you have to let him do that as well and don't block Trust. him. Trust him. That's the key here. Trust him. Yes. Okay. We're happy. We've, we've wrapped that one up. Yes. How? Uh, oh no! I want to add something. Oh, it's not only here we go. It's not only just spoken words. You can pray for songs. You can pray yeah. quietly. Yeah, you can pray yeah. for dance. If yeah. that, it just has to be honest, and it has to come from ha- heart. Come from heart. There are people it. who are painting for God. There yeah. are people who do different kind of art, different kind of things. You are you are supposed to be praying for your life, for your work, through being so there for other for people actions. yeah for every virtue you're trying to accomplish for like practicing being a good person your whole life is supposed to be an intentional prayer. active act of worship yes to God. so everything you do is supposed to be for the glory of god and that's also a form of prayer so it, it starts from this very basic let me speak to you one-to-one but it's supposed to spill all over your life and become giving a praise and glory to god in every situation in your life but and then it, don't take that too far and yes. s- don't tell us too far because you, prayer has to be intentional. So I, I, I used to hear that I had this one thing whereby when you breathe, it's almost like Yahweh. Yes, yeah. I heard as well. See, but it not 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 doesn't really quite work for me because I believe. Well, I I've been told prayer has to be intentional. And I, if you just if it's just you know. I've heard I've heard that, that that's how close God is to you. That I heard that in that context, like yeah. He is as close to you as your own breath. He's always there. So you can always praise him. You can always talk to him. But also prayer has to be intentional. You cannot excuse yourself for like, oh, I've listened to like three Hillsong songs. I don't have to do my rosary today. It's like, don't trade that. And always... It's up to you. It's up to you. It is up to you. But also it is about speaking to him. And like you can... As long as you actually are trying to have a conversation, it is valid. But valid, your prayer is valid. It is <laughs> <laughs> not in that way. In the way that it is a prayer. That one goes to God. That one. That one doesn't. No. <laughs> not <laughs> so accepted. No. Decline. No. In the way that it is a prayer. Uh, you, the intention is very important. Uh, uh, be, I will. I will say this now as well. Actually, <laughs> be very careful what you pray for, <laughs> because if you pray to be tested, you pray for suffering and things like that. They're gonna come. They're gonna come. You pray for virtue. That's be it. put to test. Be prepared to be tested, and it's not gonna be easy. There are so many times where I've sat there and said, "Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Test me, God. Test <laughs> me, God. Test me. I'm ready." And then it comes. I'm like, "God, I'm so not ready. Get, <laughs> get this away from me. This is so much worse than I was expecting." <laughs> 
Oh, or you'll be in the middle of some, or you'll be in the middle of something, and then you'll realize ages ago you prayed for it, but you were literally sitting in it thinking, "Why am I here? Why is he doing this to me?" And then you realize ages ago you prayed for it. And you're like, "Oh." And also, the more like things. the better your relationship with God becomes, the more enemy will try to attack you, and That's the more it. thing will get in your way to make you impatient, to make you angry. So you are not in the right space to pray, but you're always in the right place oh, to yeah. pray. So you don't have to worry about God that. God surrounds you. So yeah, but there will be so many obstacles in your way the more you try. <laughs> and you just have to go with it, basically. Right, let's cap that one off. The next is where to pray. Now, actually, Jesus, there's some scripture on this. If Did you, he? If you want to go there first. Um, so there is a piece of scripture. I can't remember the exact words. I should look this up. Uh, but it's about not being showy and not being hypocrite. Uh, and oh, d- yeah. not praying in front of people because you want to s- everyone to see that you're praying, but doing it in in a quiet place where you are with God. So, what about where? all those like <laughs> conferences and like all those events when people gather to pray? But, but th- th- so they're excellent. That's exactly it. But then it's not showy. We're not. G- you're not going to that event to show everyone that you pray. You know, it's it's it has to be about that conversation with God. That's the reason you're praying, not because you want to impress anyone else or for any you other reason. You don't see many people recording Instagram stories on the mass, like oh, in the church, <laughs> 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 vibing with God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've said a few people didn't I've, actually. I found that very alarming when I saw the video of Kanye West like church. Uh, service Sunday I service. It. I haven't seen it. I I've seen somebody on uh, Instagram was doing uh, basically Instagram Instagram live when they went for the event and the one and and they were trying to show how was it. Everybody had their phones out and they oh. were like singing the praise songs, the worship song. It was a, a service. It was like Protestant service, and everybody had their phones out and they were recording it because it was Kanye West. Sunday service, yeah. so everybody was like, "Oh, this is hype." It's not about God. It was not about God. It was about the hype. I'm here in the school, even on the school event that it's happening, and I want everybody to know that I'm a proud Christian. But it's yeah. not what it's supposed to be about. Yeah, I suppose you just have to bring it back every time. So, am I giving as much glory to God as I possibly can with yeah. this prayer? I mean, you don't have to be doing crazy things, but you know, it's just making sure that when you pray, it's it's for God. Yeah, even if you're praying with a hundred thousand other people in a big space, and you've been, yeah, it's dead easy to to face to face with God, like yes. we were saying earlier. Yes, you are. Uh, even if you are in a big crowd, even your during mass is what, just you and God when you pray, and you have. That's why I personally like to close eyes, and I know a lot of people like to close eyes when they pray because that helps you, like, kind of make the space like, oh, it's just me and you right now. I'm not with these other people. Uh, we are just two of us, and we're having this conversation. Yeah, but then then the statues also help us pray a lot. So if you've got a particular devotion to a particular saint, sometimes having a statue of them is really good because it reminds you and focuses your attention on prayer. So that's you know, that's one of the good things. And icons, same like with cross, they just help you like recenter your attention. That's why I think uh, adoration is very interesting. Adoration is great time for prayer. It is great, and also like and that time after communion as well. Sorry, that time just after communion. When you receive Jesus, the adoration and that time are fantastic. We know we know that um, Jesus is always present among us. So many would argue like the adoration is a bit like pointless in itself. That God is anyway everywhere, and especially in church. Why do we need that? But uh, uh, somehow it's so much different. Yeah. Like you can feel the presence. It's there, yeah. and you also have something physical to focus on. Although, obviously, still in church you have cross and you have tabernacle and all that things. But somehow it makes it different. 
<laughs> you're able, yeah, you are able to focus and, and almost, well, the, the monstrance provides a crown in a way, doesn't it? For yes. For, for the Blessed Sacrament. And you're able to, you know, adore this with, great miracle. With Jasper's and he had divine uh, adoration in our church. And I was one of the girls who were holding the candles. And for the first time in my life, I had the chance to look at the monstrance up close. And it was so beautiful. Yeah, I, I just wanted to let you know. It's so beautiful. <laughs> so, that, yeah, the idea is that they are a crown. Yeah. It's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. I really like the, uh, the I idea. always think about them as sun because they I know, have like, like the, the, yeah. the kind of sun. Some of them look really weird, though. I've yeah. seen some weird ones. So, so where, anywhere? Let's just say that anywhere. now, anywhere. And you just you don't have to have your eyes open or closed or anything like that. I, 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 I do little prayers all the time. I'll be like, oh, that was a bit interesting. Lord, could you, you know sort that out or something like that? And I just do it in my head all the time. But to date, the most important prayer of my of my life was a prayer I did in elevator, going down from second floor to to zeros, which is <laughs> twenty second tops, <laughs> and that prayer literally changed my life. There you go. So. And it doesn't matter what it is as long as it comes from heart and yeah. as long as it's honest. I remember everything started to change for me when I said one prayer. <laughs> this is why I'd be very afraid of the power of prayer. <laughs> I, I prayed for something uh, when I was in university first year in a bit of a, in a, bit of a state. Uh, and I did. I, I meant the prayer. And then that was it. I left it completely. Never, you know, didn't go to the church for the preceding few months. But actually, got answered that prayer for the preceding three years. So I he likes <laughs> doing oh, that. Yeah, lovely. He likes Thank doing that. Down. When you yeah. when you open your heart suddenly and be like, okay, they go for a second, and he will just sneak in that's through it, that through the it. little gap, and he will just explode. Yes, sir. And it's usually amazing. It's a big bang all over again. Yes. Anyway, so where else can we say on where? I mean, it's literally anywhere. I, I, anywhere. I've, I love praying in the church because I know there's a tabernacle and there's a presence. So I, I really like that. And I, I, I get a lot from the fact that it's very quiet in our churches. Uh, and I always get the right atmosphere in there and it helps me focus in a yes. way that I don't get when I'm at home. Um, but I do always pray on the train in the morning. That's where I do all my prayers because it's silent on the train. No one talks because they're all asleep. Um, yeah, so I'll say all my prayers on the train and then I pray the rosary on the tube as well, which is very noisy. To be fair, I don't usually very meditate very well on that. <laughs> it's probably London really right, underground, the perfect place for meditation. Literally, literally. The silent prayer. But <laughs> yeah, I think one of the things I've been learning over the past few months is actually, you know, you, you, you can't wait for the perfect opportunity. You just need to do it. And actually, yeah. you know, you know, God's going to be just as happy. Yes. You, you know, yeah. I think even not maybe not even more happy but he's always happy the same exactly. amount whenever you pray it doesn't matter if it's during oh, during this once a year adoration in this big yeah. church or if it's just like in on the train yeah and actually how much you do doesn't really matter as well i will say that it's because you know that's more for us so let, i mean it's francis to say his feast day today and he champions this so a monk is not is is called to a very monastic life with lots of prayer and that. But someone who is say called to be a firefighter, they're not going to have they're not going to be able to have the same life as a monk. They're not going to be able to spend as much time in prayer. Their calling is very different. However, one is not more holy than the other. You know that they they they're equal. They're equal vocations. So that idea that you need to pray a lot and be close to God is not necessarily true. It's about the quality of that prayer. But, you know, that monk is called to something else. So some of us are called to spend entire lives in adoration, entire lives in prayer. But other of us, you know, are called very much to action, and that's their form of prayer. So actually understanding how much prayer you need to do is, is understanding your vocation as Which well. Which is, again, your life is supposed to be a prayer. Exactly. Like supposed to glorify God. So Finding if you that. are doing something, the job you're doing... <coughs> 
is providing something good for other people, that's also good in itself. And if you're abandoning your job or your your family, your like duties <coughs> uh, to pray, that's not. That's, oh, I actually had that from one of the talks I was listening recently. Like, if wife is uh, uh, like abandoning her her husband and not like caring for the husband, not, not making him like nice meal, not not being caring and loving because she's praying because she has the the fifth rosary on a day to do. Like, she's not doing a good job because her vocation <laughs> is to be a wife and she should love her husband and yeah, through okay. that love okay. and through this caring for him, she would grow in her love for God. And if she's abandoning the, the stuff and going yeah. like, no, nah, I'm just going to pray, that's going to be... That's, it, that's, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Leave that for <laughs> the monks. Leave that for people who are called to live life of prayer. You're called to live as whatever vocation God has for you, whatever whatever plan God has for you. And he will show you, like, this is the thing you're supposed to focus on, which is also you still have sh- should have some form of prayer because even, like, short five minutes morning and evening can be so much... It's just rewarding. finding. It's just finding that out, isn't it? And yeah, it's experimenting. and he will help you find that. He yeah. will. He will help. I, like I would love to go into the morning, and sometimes I do. I go in in the morning, and I'm a bit early, so I'll pop into the cathedral for like 15 minutes to have a little bit of quiet time. And I would, I could spend all day in there. You know, I could spend hours and hours and hours, but then I wouldn't get any work done. So you yeah. know, and that's, I find that's that it, I, it? I'm always like, oh, I don't really want to pray now, but once I do, I'm like, oh, I don't want to stop. Get away, can you? <laughs> yeah, You're just like God, tell me more. Um, yeah. Anyway, so where anywhere? Where anywhere. Yeah. And it's all about experimenting and finding out your most comfortable place yeah. and where God can talk to you the best. Um, for me, that's in a church. I don't kneel during prayer. Sometimes. I found I um, sometimes, but like if I'm praying by myself in my room, I'm not going to kneel because then I'm going to think more about my knees than about God. True. But sometimes, I, 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 like in adoration, I force myself to kneel for the entire yeah, time. Yeah, sometimes, like you want to make that. And in some way, the, the, the fact that it's painful is good. That, yeah, that, that helps me. <laughs> That's a bit weird thing to say, isn't it? But that actually helps me. Yeah, sometimes. but when I'm like when I'm trying to listen because I'm I'm doing my divine yeah. office or something, I'm not gonna kneel because I know that's gonna distract me. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be doing more bad than good for me. That situation. But then the, there are also times where, so if I read the gospel, I'll try and kneel to sort of show due reverence. Yeah, what kneeling is about making up for gospel yeah yeah true right obviously yeah but if i'm just reading on my phone anyway <laughs> it's well i suppose the idea of kneeling is all about um, making yourself small in the presence of god i just imagine you're kneeling on the tube on your way to work or like in the office and just like randomly kneel. you know yeah to be fair i get on the train with our deacon that's how you recognize a christian in public they just randomly kneel well our deacon well our deacon deacon who's the other parish john henry newman parish um he's he's such a lovely man paul Priestley, absolutely delightful he gets on the same train as me sometimes he runs he runs to work two miles and he holds his phone in front of his face and reads his prayers as he runs. How cool is that? How cool wow. is that man? How cool is that man? He runs the two miles and prays. Like, I just think it's insane. And he has it on big type on Universalis. <laughs> he gets the big type so he can read it and he will run. And I think it's great. I, know, I just thought the idea is fantastic. I used to try to listen to like Rosary while I was running on treadmill. And it was a bad idea because it doesn't have enough beat to run to. It's quite quiet. <laughs> It's supposed to be prayer of meditation. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. do my rosary when I run. No, because it doesn't give you enough. I know. <laughs> I used to think energy for, to run to. I used to really want to go for a walk and listen to the morning prayer or something like that, but no, no, it doesn't do it for me. 
yeah. Yeah, so everybody <sighs> has their way of praying, basically. I used to have another friend who had a car well, yeah. She had a car rosary. So it would it was a CD and she put it in. Oh, it was a weapon of torture, that thing. Whoa, I know so many people that do that. Both my yeah. I think my brother does that. I know. Oh, the CD, just please don't use the CD. Oh, it was a weapon of torture for me. <laughs> Literally tortured me. Uh, anyway, we, we've driveled off topic there. Uh, so where, anywhere, we're good. Moving on. <laughs> so the next and the final one is when. We've already sort of answered this, but... When? Yeah. Anytime. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Anytime is good. He's Whenever always you, waiting. Yeah. All the time, any time. However end. you can, however you know how to, however you feel yeah. comfortable. Whether that's in words, whether that's by listening, whether that's through actions, however it is. Which, again, like with the previous points, like if you have something which is very important to do right now, you also have to do that. Like if you have your duties as a husband, as a priest, as a friend, as a co-worker, uh, do that. First, because that's what God is calling you to to do and how he wants you to love people right now. So if you are abandoning your duties to pray, that's just being an excuse for you not fulfilling whatever he called you to do. There's a a quote from St. Vincent de Paul. I think it's St. Vincent de Paul. Sorry if it's not. Um, But it's, leave God in the chapel and meet him at the door. So it's, it's literally, you know, leave your prayer where you are with God and go and find him in the person that you meet at the door. So it's go and find him in your work. Go and find him uh, in the encounter you have with with someone you are helping, as Paul or something like that. So it's it's yeah. I just I just really like that quote. I use yeah. it quite a lot actually. Uh, it's Leave good. him in the chapel and find him at the door. Yeah. It's I also wanna nice. before we wrap wrap up this episode because it's getting quite it's going on long. Uh, I would just wanna say that your prayer can be a big testimony for somebody else because I've seen that from my parents who were not really pressing me into prayer but the picture of them praying themselves and they weren't trying to like show off usually usually it was me walking on them praying uh, it makes it gives it left such an impression on me uh, years later when I was trying to discover God I was coming back to them and was like yeah they, they are doing this they must give something for them and I know that me praying I prayed rosary on a bus stop once. And it wasn't like a regular thing for me. I did that a few times. And one of those times, my auntie saw me doing that. And she told them my (laughs) mom. And she was very impressed with me. And she was like, that was so nice. And I was like, I felt a little bad because it was like, it's not the thing I usually do. So I didn't want to take pride of it in it. Mm -hmm. But my mom was also like, oh, yeah, she's doing a good job. And she always, because that auntie died recently. So she, they both always bring that up and... I was very happy that it just made impression on them that it kind of gave them hope that yeah. like because I was I was like I think sixteen at that time so they were just like oh yeah the young people also pray so that's kind of your prayer it can also bring other people to God and yeah. also give them joy yeah and it's important to also pray for other people yeah. because that uh, would help them yeah my my brother f- was sort of like. Had a wobble after his confirmation, like everyone does, I guess, like I did. Um, but it's sort of like, I don't know, because I was his confirmation sponsor, they didn't really know what to do, but I felt sort of responsible for bringing him back. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know, I'll sort of out him a little bit. I hope he doesn't listen to this. But um, yeah, he just sort of, so he, he sort of slowly came back after a while. 
uh, we went over to America and he sort of, after he came back, he, he decided he wanted to, to go back to Mass and it was completely his decision. Um, but then also, the other day, he phones up and he asks me to me and he's like, Alec, I need some help praying the rosary. And he never asked me anything like this. Never <laughs> asked me anything like this. And so I get this very, very privileged, you know, sort of conversation where I get Aww. to sort of explain to him, you know, and help him through it. You know, he doesn't want to ask my mum. Oh, I just want, he doesn't want my mum to know that he's asked. <laughs> but it was, that was really, that was really good for me, actually. Okay, so uh, so we covered what, why, how, where, when there. I hope that was all fairly simple. I know we went a bit off topic. Very basics of prayer, as yeah, we said. Just our thoughts, really. Not really anything yeah. proper, but yeah. yeah. But that's the topic you can talk about for hours because there are so many different levels to prayer, to the topic, to the subject of prayer. So many gems to find. Yeah. So well. if there is anything specific you want us to talk about, please let us know. Yeah, and we will try to make more episodes about that, about different ways of prayer, different aspects about praying for other people, praying with saints. Yeah. so much. Oh, the community of saints. Oh, yeah. so many great things so to talk if about. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, join us, <laughs> join us next week, I guess. Hopefully for another, well, great, great. Holy episode. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that she got that in there. I wasn't even going to say holy, but she slipped in. That was so good. Bubbly. Oh, bubbly. <laughs> bubbly. Thank you so much for uh, listening for so long. It was such a long episode. I hope you find something interesting or helpful within it. And yeah, we'll see you, hear you next week. Thank you. Enjoy. Have a good week. Bye. God bless. Amen.